Hello, I'm James Cridland, the Radio Futurologist. I've got a newsletter. It comes out every week. You can get yours at james.crid.land. But here it is, read out for you, in case you're a bit too lazy to read it. Or indeed, you know, you're driving or something else. Uh, anyway, uh, what did I talk about uh, on July the 18th, which is the one that uh, I'm recording today because I've remembered that I you know, kind of forgot to record it. Anyway, I said that I very much enjoyed moderating the final panel at Radio Days Africa last week. Uh, I link to it where you can watch it in full. Um, we looked at the future of radio a little there, and I've spoken at many of the Radio Days Africa event. It's an excellent event with some voices that you simply don't get to normally hear from. And I'd very, very much recommend watching the videos of all of the sessions. Uh, the event did take place within the backdrop of looters and rioters in the country. At least one community radio station was taken off air. But I've always had a wonderful time in South Africa, and I hope that the country rebounds. In Belgium, Q Music have added another four new brand extension radio stations carried on DAB Plus and online. There's one called Q Nederlandstalig. It's not called that at all, um, but it's called something vaguely similar. But, you know, pronounced correctly. Anyway, it plays just Dutch language music, apparently becoming increasingly popular. They have Q Summer, which is a summer music playlist. Q Top 1000, a clever reuse of their music database. And Q 80s, which, you know, you can probably guess what that is. Anyway, the canny way of running these, as others have done, is to run them all as one radio station for ads and measurements, which allows you to cross-promote them on air. Because you don't damage the radio station's revenue, policy, uh, revenue possibilities or, you know, the audiences. If 15% of your total hours are those uh, to those additional radio stations, then either you've made 15% more revenue, great, or you've pulled 15% of your ads off your main radio station, which is also great too. And they're also really good talent growth opportunities as well. You see a lot of these brand extension uh, stations in Europe, rather fewer in the US and Canada though, which possibly has something to do with the fact that there's no DAB in the US and Canada and uh, HD radio is rather less highly thought of. The BBC is looking to open up the podcast industry to a wider range of voices, which is a nice idea. It's a well-trodden path for podcast companies across the world. iHeartRadio, Acast and Spotify have done these sorts of uh, mentoring things that the BBC is aiming to do. But with uh, the BBC doing something similar, I think that's probably a good idea. They've also run variations of that idea before within some African countries uh, as well. Um, this is the first time that they're running a mentoring project and a sort of, you know, a prize. If you are the best podcast, um, you get um, turned into a show on the BBC. Uh, it's the first time that they're running this in the UK, which is a good thing. Staying with the UK, Prince Charles did some radio recently. Mm. Anyway, he was accompanied by a pretty awful uh, PR shot. Uh, which shows uh, Prince Charles with his ears and everything else, and a microphone miles away from him, pointing to a spot above two weeks above his bald spot. And as some uh, people noticed at the time, perhaps this was a set-up shot before or after the actual recording, which apparently sounded all right. But, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, I wonder whether people would say, Oh, Your Royal Highness, would you mind leaning a bit further forward into that microphone? Or whether they just compensate for it in post. Presumably they just do that. Um, 
One thing that's worth clocking is listening to fiction podcasts has more than trebled in the last year. That's according to Spotify in the Nordic countries. I wonder whether audio fiction, where you have to listen to the whole thing from the beginning, is rather better suited to on-demand than it is to radio. Who knows? But anyway, uh, worth knowing. Um, I do feel for the team, though, at uh, GB News, which is a TV um, uh, channel in the UK. I don't feel that much for them, um, but their anti-cancel culture channel cancelled one of their presenters for being anti-racist. So there you go, there's a thing. Uh, the channel got no measurable audience, according to The Guardian, with relative glee for some of their shows. You know, to be fair, I'm sure that I've done some of that on some of my air shifts in the 1990s. The little asterisk in the Rajar book that you used to get was always a little bit unnerving to see. Um, the director of programming for GB News has also gone. Nigel Farage has just been signed as their new hope. He's a dreadful man in terms of his politics, but he's a really a very good broadcaster. So it'll be interesting to see how that works for him. I believe he's been given uh, the primetime slot... Um, which Andrew Neil was going to get until Andrew Neil stomped off in a huff to the south of France. So I believe that Nigel Farage has got the main uh, slot in front of Dan Wooten, who has an eminently punchable face. Uh, and finally, podcast SEO is a thing. Mark Stedman wrote a great article in Pod News last week with a lot of tests about what podcast apps actually index. So if you have a list of your guests in your episode notes, pointless, don't do that. Put your guests' names in the episode titles, and then every time someone searches for your guest's name, then they will appear in the podcast app's search. It's a really good piece of research, and you should go and uh, take a peek at it. Uh, you'll find it in Pod News last week. And uh, thank you to James Masterton. He has become my latest ongoing supporter. That's very kind of you. Uh, James writes a good weekly column about music. He's written a number of books about the music charts. I thought he made a podcast with Daryl Denham, but I couldn't find it uh, when I looked. Um, but uh, if he's still making that, then you should search that out too. Also, thanks to the Hauser Dictionary, to Richard Hilton and to Brunn Audio Consulting for your ongoing support uh, of the newsletter and of this um, rather scruffy podcast. And it's absolutely not that necessary. But if you do want to support my work in any way, then buymeacoffee.com slash James Cridland is the place to go. You can become a member if you want to give regularly, or you can just give a one-off coffee if you'd like to support me in some way. And obviously, I'll buy coffee and not beer. Uh, that's it. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. There's another one uh, coming up relatively shortly because I won't forget to record it this time. Uh, have a good week and keep listening. <laughs>